Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it absolutely matters. And I want to take today to thank all of you fabulous listeners who have been here some day one, some just joining in. But there are some of you that are joining in today that attended this weekend's Inglewood Music Fest. And I am super excited to have you aboard today. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading the app and sharing it with your family. We had an incredible time this weekend. And as always, I get a thrill hearing individuals that listen to the show and what their feedback is because it matters to me what you say and what you think about the show absolutely matters to me so with that ladies and gentlemen today is monday june 27th and we have several cryptopians who have birthdays today first and foremost we have emd Yemi of Inglewood, California, Trace of Lakewood, California, and Mondaland of Sanford, Florida. To each and every one of you, I hope that your day is filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve this day. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to continue this conversation. This is Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome forward, welcome forward. I am going to start with a quote today, and it is a quote that I hold near and dear to myself because I feel like uh, being in the money space for so long, many years that I've been in the money space, in the old money space and now the new money space, I really feel like there is opportunity for us in more ways than one. And this quote is by a gentleman by the name of Jack Canfield. And he basically says, change is inevitable in life. You can either resist it and potentially get run over by it, or you can choose to cooperate with it, adapt to it, and learn how to benefit from it. When you embrace change, you will begin to see it as an opportunity for growth. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an opportunity for growth. There are a lot of things going on in this space, and I am really super excited uh, to say that I am here for it. I am not backing down. I am not blacking down. I am telling you that I am super excited about the opportunities. And really, 
Um, you know, as I was stating, I was out at the Inglewood Music Fest this weekend, and just really hearing the feedback is really invaluable to me. And I want to say to each and every one of you, you have an opportunity to uh, not just call in to KBLA, because there is an ability for you to call in to KBLA. If you have a question about something, if you have something that you want to, uh, you want to know about, I don't even care if it's old money stuff. I pretty much uh, have some knowledge about how a lot of those things work, and I can share them with you. Um, but I'd like to really get the feedback because that lets me know if I'm on the right path. It lets me know if I'm going a little bit too deep or if I need to hit more surface things or if we need some beginning concepts brought back uh, up to the forefront. But whatever it is, ladies and gentlemen, just understand that I am approachable and I am here as a service to our community. Uh, we do what we do uh, because we love our community and we share what we share and we're screaming from the hilltops because money is changing, whether we like it or not. And we've got to make sure that uh, all of our community is getting the information. And one of the questions that was asked to me several times this weekend is why isn't anyone else in our community talking about this? And it is really important for me to say this. I know that my mission, what the Most High has placed me here on this earth to do, is to educate our community around money. But not just uh, educate our community around money, to really literally hold people's hands through the process. And... And for me, you know, I have always been about money. Make no mistake about it. I have always been about money and making money. But for, for whatever reason, this particular Bitcoin cryptocurrency venture that we have been in has been all about our community, all about us getting the information we need beforehand. And so I'm not talking about the money-making aspects of it as it relates to me because it's not about that. We have people, and again, just getting the feedback from me being, I was in the line, for those of you that weren't at the festival, from 5 a.m. to 12 noon, talking to every single person that walked through the doors of that festival. And I wanted to know if they had heard of KBLA, if they had heard of Bitcoin, if they were listening, if they understood that money was changing. And the mass majority of people that I touched this last weekend had never heard of Bitcoin. They didn't know KBLA existed. They didn't know where Tavis Smiley had gone. Um, some of the ones that did know about Bitcoin were talking, of course, that get rich quick stuff. And then uh, there were some people that just kept saying, why aren't more people talking about this? But not only why aren't more people talking about this, why aren't our youth learning this? Why aren't our elders learning this? Like there were so many questions around the fact that we really need to get grounded and rooted in this information. And we're here and we're giving the information. And so I'm asking each and every one of you to continue sharing about the radio station. Continue, not just my show, but all the shows, because there is some great information that is being disseminated. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a time that our community has got 
has got to get the message and they've got to get the message correctly or we're going to be in trouble. And I have really, really worked hard to make sure that you get the best information. And so I'm actually fortunate uh, to be in a position where I can give you the education you need, not just based on stuff I've read, but because of my experience and involvement in this space very early on. And so uh, we founded a couple of Bitcoin companies. We founded a couple of nonprofits. I speak, uh, you know, I get a lot of invitations to speak. And I've decided this year specifically in 2023, I'm going to speak to my community, but I definitely am going to only take speaking engagements that I feel are going to benefit our community this year. And so what I decided after being at this festival this last weekend uh, and I haven't even got started talking about the courses that we did over the weekend live and in person uh, at the office. But uh, what I decided this weekend, because I got so many questions about coming to people's jobs to talk to them about money, I am going to plan a series of lunch and learns. Uh, I will be, uh, I'm going to be talking with KBLA, and I know probably I'm doing this backwards. But I'm going to make sure that we get some lunch and learns together. I talked with Kay Michelle, who is a supporter of KBLA, and we're going to be going out to some of these companies that you all work for, and we're going to do some lunch and learns because it is important. It is imperative, ladies and gentlemen, that you get this information, that you understand your 401K. I am so sick of people talking about how well they're doing in these 401ks and portfolios and all of this stuff. And a lot of it is just absolutely not the truth. You need to be able to retire when it's time for you to retire, not because somebody is hoping that by the time you get to 65 and a half or 64 and a half or at this point, probably 75 based on some of your portfolios, we've got to do some things to get on roller skates to make sure that we're at work because we want to be and not because we have to be. And I looked into the faces of so many people this weekend that are hopeless about their ability to be able to retire uh, comfortably. And it's really a sad thing here in America. And what I am vowing to do is make sure in the city of L.A., in the county of Los Angeles, in the state of California, that those that are in within driving distance of what I can do right now immediately, not that I'm not going to go back across the country, but immediately this community that I live in, that I was born in, that I work in, that I was raised in, that I went to school in, has the right information because there is no sense at all in us continuing to get the wrong information. I will say to you that uh, I'm going to make a commitment that if you and your colleagues want to get this information and you want to learn, not necessarily all the things about Bitcoin, because I've shared that Bitcoin is just to be added to your portfolio a little bit. But how your portfolio looks and the things that you're doing, it really, really, really matters. And so I am going to, again, make a, a very, very, I'm going to make a very strong, concerted effort to just make sure that our community has this information. And you've spoken. I hear you. I appreciate you, and I'm here. I'm here for whatever that looks like. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to probably come into July uh, telling you how you can be the office of the week 
or the, maybe I'll do two offices because I know there's a lot of offices out there that need the information. But what we're going to do is starting Jan, uh, July, I'm going to make a commitment to get into two offices during lunch. Uh, I'm going to start off um, getting the offices, of course, in the Los Angeles area. Don't have to be in the city, but in the area. And we'll tell you how you can be a winner of that. And we're going to make sure that we get out there and start to educate more people and bring more people into the fold of listening to this information. And so I just wanted to say that. And also the reason why I'm so passionate about this today is because we held a, a Crypto Essential on um, Sunday. And then we also held a Ledger and Me 123. Now, the Ledger and Me was designed to help individuals get their ledger set up so that they can have a cold storage device in which they are storing their Bitcoin. Ladies and gentlemen, you must know that if your Bitcoin is on an exchange or on a custodial type of a platform, it is not safe unless you custody it yourself. So I've said this once, I've said it twice, and I'm going to say it the third time today. If you are being diverted, which I totally disagree with, you're being diverted to platforms such as Coinbase. It is important for you to understand that Coinbase is not safe. It is a custodial type of wallet where they can do the same exact thing that Sam Bankman-Fried just did last year at FTX. You are not safe on a custodial type of a platform. No shape, no form, no fashion. So I am going to say to you, that your self-sovereignty starts, if you do not have a lot of money in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, start with a, a wallet that is offline and online together. I call them warm wallets. And I have to take today to kind of back up because, again, I can only feed off the feedback I got. And a lot of people are not understanding how critically important it is not to allow somebody to hold your Bitcoin. And I have to bring you all back into the memory of those who lost money, who lost insurance policies, who lost homes, who lost businesses, who lost cars due to Tulsa, Oklahoma's Black Wall Street massacre. Ladies and gentlemen, if we walk into this cryptocurrency space with the same mindset that we are going to allow the same people to hold on to our Bitcoin and our cryptocurrency, we are in trouble. This is not the space for people to hold on to something that belongs to you. The entire ethos of this cryptocurrency space is to be self-sovereign. We're going to be self-sovereign in our money if I have anything to do with it. We're going to be partly self-sovereign with our food if I have anything to do with it. And we're going to be self-sovereign in our living if I have anything to do with it. And ladies and gentlemen, we have got to work ultra hard to ensure ourselves that we don't get put in the same pickle that we've been put in before. And I've said this once or twice or three times or four times. We cannot do the same things day in, day out with our money, expecting different results. The same systems that are in place to hold us box us out and do the things that have been done while some people argue that 
that that hasn't been done. Those same systems in place exist in this cryptocurrency space because the sons and the grandsons of those who have historically held us back as it relates to not giving us the opportunities we need to move forward. They just came into the cryptocurrency space and opened up exchanges and they're doing the same exact thing. And so you've got to understand that, but for the first time, we have an option and that option is self-custody. So uh, as as much as people want to argue and go back and forth, self-custody is the only way. And what we're going to do is educate our community as to how to treat their self-custody. To whom much is given, much is required. And I will continue to say if we get our reparations, we need to get it in Bitcoin because we don't need to get our reparations and give it back to the banks that can do whatever they want to do with it. And I just got an epiphany as I was reading and learning and trying to figure out exactly how they're going to roll out this central bank digital currency uh, because I had to look back at history and, and how they rolled out fiat. F-I-A-T, fiat, money without any intrinsic value other than what the government says is worth. How they rolled out fiat was they took the gold from us in 1933, and they gave us fiat currency. At that time, it was backed by gold, but what they did was they devalued the fiat that they gave us. So, ladies and gentlemen, this may or may not be, this may or may not be, how it rolls out, but I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling deep in my soul, that they're going to roll out this central bank digital currency, not necessarily on July 1st. July 1st is the Fed Now program being implemented, which are the railroad tracks for the train that is about to come down these tracks. And the train coming down the track is the central bank digital currency. And because we know that they have been ill equipped to deal with our monies in the bank. They have got to figure out a way to get the American people and people around the world from coming to retrieve their money. So how I feel this is going to roll out may not necessarily be the way it rolls out in its entirety, but this is what they're going to have to do because they had to sell bonds and not make the kind of money that they were used to making to be able to repay us what we put into these banks. And so what I feel like is going to happen is they're going to issue the central bank digital currencies in lieu of the money that you have in the bank, which will give you a specific uh, data point as to how much money you are value that you actually have within that banking institution. And then they're going to be able to devalue it at that point, which is going to leave a lot of people really financially because you don't have what you thought you had in order to maintain your family. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this central bank digital currency is coming. I am seeing Wall Street now backing Wall Street, Charles Schwab, Citadel Securities, and a couple of other coming on to bring on a new cryptocurrency exchange backed by this consortium of traditional Wall Street firms, something is going on, ladies and gentlemen. Something has is going on, and they have began processing trades. And ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion, it does not look good as to what they're up to. 
They're getting rid of the, the small, they're getting rid of a lot of exchanges, but they're putting in place uh, mechanisms of control in this space. And we have got to understand, again, it goes back to me saying over and over to each and every one of you, start asking why. Why are they doing that? Why are they saying that? What is actually happening? What could be their motivation? They're playing chess. We're playing checkers. What move are they making right now that is ensuring that they're protecting their king? The pawns are expendable. The, you, they can, you can do anything with the pawns. And we're just, just so we're clear and we understand, ladies and gentlemen, we've always been the pawns because they're protecting the king. And so these little pawns that they're losing along the way, these little exchanges, the money that you're losing, we're pawns. But there's a bigger scheme of things, and it all has to do with control of the money. And we're going to continuously have this conversation, and we've got to know that if you're going to be in this space, you've got to move in the self-sovereign way. So Coinbase is not your answer. Coinbase is publicly traded. Coinbase has proven to you who he is. And I say who he is because the CEO, Brian Armstrong, has proven who he is. And I believe that one of my mentors that is, is now an ancestor, Maya Angelou, says, if somebody tells you who they are, believe them. And he has told us who he was during the George Floyd incident. He said, leave that social justice mess at the door. That is not our issue. He does not care about the black experience. So when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. So you can best believe that if your Bitcoin is on an exchange that does not care about your your experience in this country, it is the wrong place for you to be doing business. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, self-custody will always be the best place to go. But I understand that you need the education to go along with that. And that's what I'm here for. I'm your Huckleberry. So when we come forward after news, sports, and traffic, we're going to get into what's happening with the Black Wall Street, what I need you all to do to ensure that we can get your Bitcoin off that platform before um, before uh, July 1st, which is coming up. And we're going to work together on that when we come forward after news, sports, and traffic. We'll continue that conversation. This is KBLA. Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. You know, as we went out for news, traffic, and sports, the uh, advertisement came on saying KBLA is where you tune in when you are sick and tired of the cultural incompetence. Ladies and gentlemen, I tell you that I concur 100%. I am absolutely tired of the social incompetence around money. And we have got to do something about it. And so that being said, um, we are here to just really uh, make sure that you understand that uh, the information that we are sharing and disseminating definitely, definitely is important. But we need to know, and I have to always say this, that you have to be willing to take a couple of calculated risks. And... As I have treated this Bitcoin and cryptocurrency space since the beginning, I've taken some risks, not all the time calculated. And so, again, when I talk to you, I talk to you from experience. But Bitcoin never seemed like anything except a series of concepts logically arranged in the best interest of people who bought into the system. That's what I felt initially. And I hear a lot of people 
that seem to think that as well. But when you strip away what they call hashing power and nodes and blockchains and all of these other strange-sounding technological terms that are unfamiliar to you, and that is what pushes some people away, Bitcoin is a system that is conceptually easy to understand. What uh, we need to understand is that I really uh, see that we have a promise in Bitcoin. Our community specifically has a promise in Bitcoin. And what is it? Why is Bitcoin special? And where could it possibly take the world? If um if I offer you just a few of these principles based on my own harsh experience, uh, I will tell you that Bitcoin is the only thing still standing based on some of the other coins that I bought into heavily back in the day. And so I've lost a lot of funds. But you'll have to make your own decisions about whether or not to buy into and invest in Bitcoin or anything else. That means you got to understand your tolerance uh, for your risk tolerance, your tolerance for risks. And you only should be investing amounts in which you are comfortable. Again, we're not betting that Bitcoin is going to take you all the way to retirement, although I know a lot of people would like me to say that. I'm not telling you to stop it, contrib contributing to your 401k to buy Bitcoin. I'm not saying that either, and I know that not many people have gotten that message from me, but a couple of people seem to think that that's the way to go. I will always say that you have to be diversified, and again, you have to figure out what you can afford to lose and what you're comfortable risking. Skilled financial advisors say that all the time. I'm not a financial advisor anymore on purpose, but I say the same thing. But I strongly believe that Bitcoin is an opportunity of our lifetime, ladies and gentlemen. And if you work hard and proceed thoughtfully and calculate it, the chances are your Bitcoin adventure will have a happy conclusion. And that is what I seek for our community. Now, in this working hard and listening and being very thoughtful, we have a situation where things are changing. FTX collapsed. As we know, that's an exchange. And again, just trying to reiterate some of the show topics and things I've talked about in the past because it's important today to understand that FTX with Sam Bankman-Fried was just one of the thousands of exchanges out there. And so if I could equate it to a bank, please understand that Sam Bankman-Fried CEO and president of FTX is just like, I would say, somebody that's the CEO and president of Wells Fargo. Now, if Wells Fargo gets in trouble and Wells Fargo collapses and Wells Fargo closes it, its doors, it doesn't close Citibank's doors. It doesn't close Bank of America's doors. It does not close Chase's doors and it does not close Fifth Third or any other bank. It does not close their um it does not close their banks so sam bankman free and ftx collapse because of they they just pretty much took people's bitcoin and did what they wanted to do with it 
just like the banks, and again, I say it over and over again, are taking our money and doing what they want to do with it. They're investing in bonds. They're investing in all these things. So did FTX. But the return that they got wasn't what they expected, and people's monies were gone, period. So FTX is not Bitcoin. FTX is not the whole entire market collapsing. I can't tell you how many times I heard people say, well, I thought that Bitcoin stuff collapsed last year and it's no longer available. That's what they want you to believe because they haven't given out the right information. That was just an exchange that did some nefarious things. He did some nefarious things and he should be in jail, but he's not in jail. But who is in jail are some of the black folks that did some things that were even less than what this other gentleman did, but they wound themselves up in jail. And we talked about that on another show. You can listen to some of the old shows to find out about that. But ladies and gentlemen, Bitcoin itself is alive and well. And there is an attack on the space. And because FTX failed, it took a lot of companies with it that have been participating in investing in FTX. And so that being said, I told you that there were going to be tentacles. Uh, there were more uh, companies that would have some sort of repercussions for some of the things that happened with FTX. Now, I am definitely not saying that we know all of the companies that are going to be affected, but there are a litany of companies that were affected. And right now, what we are figuring out is that there may be some possibility that the custodial agent that was working alongside uh, the Black Wall Street is uh, selling their organization, and they are selling their organization, and the Black Wall Street is not certain that they're going to continue uh, with the sale of Bitcoin, which would limit the Black Wall Street being able to buy and sell Bitcoin because of the fact that they're no longer with the custodial group um, called Prime Trust. If you all are on the platform, you got the email. So Prime Trust is moving out of the cryptocurrency space, and they are being taken over by a company that may or may not buy and sell Bitcoin. So in the interest of us, of the Black Wall Street not understanding if they're going to be able to service their customers, which I'm a customer as well with Bitcoin, they're asking that everybody remove their Bitcoin from the Black Wall Street wallet. I have said from day one, where you purchase your Bitcoin is where you purchase it, but it is not to stay there. You should be moving it into either a warm wallet or a cold wallet. I have said that from day one. So be it Cash App. Be it, um, I had some ladies this weekend that were in the office live. We moved, uh, we, we were moving them off of Robinhood. Robinhood, PayPal, Venmo, uh, uh, the Black, Bitcoin, Black Wall Street Wallet, uh, any of those platforms, Gemini, uh, you name it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to take your Bitcoin off those platforms. And so specifically speaking on the Black Wall Street, there have been some error messages that some of you are getting. I would like for you all, if you are getting an error message and you are on the Black Wall Street wallet, 
I am going to stand by anything that I have talked about, anything that I have uh, encouraged our community to get involved in. I stand behind that wholeheartedly. So if you are getting an error message and you are unable to move your Bitcoin, I don't care if it's dollars, $2,000, $200,000, I am asking you to send me a screenshot of the error message. You can send that to my text message. Uh, I need you to text message it to me so that we can make sure that we're finding out the error messages that you're getting so I can help you get your Bitcoin off the platform and into your cold storage or onto a warm wallet as soon as possible. So you're going to send that screenshot to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. And ladies and gentlemen, please rest assured that I stand behind uh, ensuring that you are taken care of in the most expedited fashion ever. Because I am all about my community and having, uh, again, having the confidence and understanding that we're just, we're going to make sure that you're good. And that is what I can say. I spoke with Hill Harper this morning, who is the founder and CEO of the Black Wall Street. And he has, we, we share the same sentiments, which is why I got involved with him in the Black Wall Street in the first place. Uh, we are going to ensure that our community is safe and that our community is good. So if you're getting an error message, please do me a favor and send me that text message. Or if you can't send the text message, you can email it to me. I'm, I don't know either way because it's on your cell phone. So you should be able to just uh, send a screenshot to me. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. And ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we're going to jump into the market update. And I am going to stay on top of talking about the changes that are happening, uh, because we're not quite sure when you have people behind the scenes, and I'm not talking about the Black Wall Street. However, I am talking about the platform Prime Trust. When you have people that are working behind the scenes, they only give you the information that they want you to have. They only give you the data that they want you to have. And that is what I have said about this traditional system. They only give you the information that you need, that they want to give you. But if you have something such as the blockchain and you have the wallet information, you're able to actually trace and track what you need to. And in that respect, we're going to come forward. We're going to continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. I am... Uh, as I'm scrolling, I'm going to do the market update, and I'm going to be very short because I have some news that I am looking at here that just came across. Uh, and so let me just do the market update. Today, Bitcoin is trading at 30165000 uh, So it's at $30,179. I don't, I don't know where I was going with that because I'm reading so many things. And it's down in the last hour, 0.31%. In the last 24 hours, 0.69%. And in the last seven days, 12, it's up 12.65%. And Ethereum is at, trading at $1,854. It's down in the last hour, 0.10%. And in the last 24 hours, 2.17%. And it's up in the last seven days, 6.95%. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this to you really quickly because this news just came across my desk. 
and we're running up against the uh, top of the hour. I'm going to get back into uh, the situation uh, with Prime Trust. Uh, some of you can do some Googling to find out that it was just announced that BitGo is not going to acquire Prime Trust. Prime Trust is the custodial mechanism that the Black Wall Street was utilizing to make sure that everybody's Bitcoin was held safely. Again, that is custodial, custody. And so BitGo is no longer purchasing um, uh, uh, Prime Trust. And so we have got to take a look at what that looks like. And I promise tomorrow to make sure that I dig deep into that and that we go into uh, that in its totality, because I don't think I have enough time to read the article, do my research today and get back to it. But I will let you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that we will uh, just continue this conversation. And I am hoping that, um, you know, everybody is patient and really understanding that as this, this space evolves, that, again, we are all... Uh, you know, on our anticipatory tiptoes to see what Bitcoin is going to do, but mostly uh, really on our anticipatory tiptoes to make sure that everyone is self-custody. We do not want to get into the custody mechanisms of this space. And I am uh, knowing that in order to have a very healthy financial portfolio moving forward, we have got to uh, ensure that we are self-custody. So we're going to get that going. I'm going to read the article. I'm going to find out exactly what's going on, get down to the bottom of it, but you will get the information you need uh, on tomorrow. And so that's going to be my main topic for tomorrow is talking about Prime Trust, talking about BitGo, and talking about the termination of Prime Trust acquisition and see what that means to our community specifically. So when we come forward, We'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 15. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And I just, uh, I kind of alluded to it, but I didn't share. But this weekend, we had a fantastic um, Ledger and Me 123 where we were able to help some individuals get their Bitcoin onto their Ledger. But there were several individuals that, again, are still waiting to remove their Bitcoin from the Black Wall Street wallet. And I have set up something in person and online for this Wednesday at 7 p.m. Uh, I believe that when there are challenges and adversities and things that we are not able to uh, get done, we need to do them expeditedly. But the best thing to do is not be quiet about it, uh, to really keep up, uh, keep the, the, you know, keep everything going. And so I'm committed to what I do. I'm committed to my community. And so for those of you that are still trying to remove Bitcoin from the Black Wall Street wallet, I am going to invite some of you. Uh, I'm going to invite you uh, to send me a text message and or an email, and we will get you the address, and we will be there helping you to download Edge wallets or set up your uh, Ledger wallet. Prayerfully, you've already got that done. But we are going to be doing that this week because July 1st is on its way. It's coming close. And so we're going to do that. So you can send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. And it's going to be this Thursday at 7 p.m. Location is to be determined because I have need to see about how many people we have 
and what we're actually going to do uh, to just make sure we have enough space to set up everything so I can get everybody squared away. And I won't go home that night until I can get everybody set up and we can figure out exactly what direction we're going. With that being said, if you are not in the Los Angeles area, I will be online as well. I'll make sure that we are streaming so that you can get the information as well. But you do need to send a text message as well to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me today here on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. <laughs>